We want to congratulate the class of 2022. We're, we're grateful for all of you, and I want you to know that this church, this church that the Lord has used to support you thus far, will continue doing that. And we pray that you will continue uh, being a part of our fellowship here. But as I uh, considered recently how, how exactly I would address this group today and, and what it is I would say, and I, I was praying and asking the Lord what he would tell me, what wisdom uh, would God share with those that are graduating, and I've decided uh, we're going to read Genesis chapter 1 through Revelation chapter 22. Uh, there's quite a bit of wisdom that can be found in, in that passage, and uh, no, we, we don't have that amount of time today, but... Uh, as a matter of fact, you don't even have to stand. You've already seen the verse that we're going to use today from the book of Psalms, chapter number 127. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are the children of youth. And I want to tell you today, first of all, let's just pray for a moment. Father, we're so grateful uh, for this church. We're so grateful uh, for your word, and we're so grateful for you. Lord, we just pray that you bless us now with your presence. We're so grateful for our graduates, Lord, and we pray that you'd bless them in all that they do. And we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. The Bible says, though, that children are like arrows, and blessed, it says in the next verse, blessed is the man whose quiver is full. What a blessing it is that God uh, would allow us to have uh, arrows in our quivers and arrows here in our church. And I want you to know that uh, there are many of, of these arrows that we are talking about this morning, Sierra and Marissa and Ellen Brock. They have many things in common. And uh, first thing I want you to know about arrows is that arrows have to be straightened. Arrows have to be straight. I don't know if, if many of you today are archers or if you've ever hunted uh, with a bow or anything like that, but it is incredibly difficult to shoot a crooked arrow, and it is impossible to hit the target with a crooked arrow. And so arrows have uh, to be straightened, and, and, and many of you got to see just through the pictures that we had here this morning that these children, uh, and, and really I have to train myself not to call them children anymore because they're not. They're not children anymore. They're, they're men and women of God that have been raised up. And, uh, but they have grown up here in this place. We, we see the pictures here at the church and uh, the VBS and all the different things here. We know that each of them have made a profession of faith that by uh, word of their own testimony that they've given their hearts and their faith to the Lord Jesus Christ. They've followed him in scriptural baptism. And not only have they been baptized, but I know that at different times in their life they've been chastised. I've, I've got to be a part of that from time to time, but... Uh, we, we learned in Sunday school this morning that the Lord chasteneth whom he loveth. Amen. And uh, so they have been being straightened their entire lives. Uh, they have been growing up in the ways and the, the ways and the admonition of the Lord. We know that they have been instructed in righteousness. And not only in the ways of righteousness, but also in the ways of work. I want to encourage you for this morning. This is a message for everybody, but especially uh, for these young people. Not to be afraid of work. I'll tell you what, there was a, a, a young man that had went to college and received his degree and he got a job as soon as he got out of college at a, at a department store and, and he showed up on his first day of work and he asked the manager there, what is it that you want me to do? And he says, well, he says, we're going to begin uh, by having you sweep the entire store. And this young man kind of raised his eyebrows and he said, sweep the store? My goodness, I'm a college graduate. 
And he said, well, I'm sorry, I'll have to show you how. Here, why don't you come and, and, and see? And I want to tell you today not to be afraid of work. Be willing to work and put in the effort. Be willing to start at the bottom and to work your way up. I want to tell you before the Lord today that work is a channel and not a curse. Work was not the curse. It was not part of the curse. Work existed before the curse came upon the earth. And work is the channel that God will often use. God will provide for you if you will follow him and if you'll be obedient to him. But oftentimes the way that he provides is through the work that he's given the talents and the abilities to do. Amen? Don't be afraid to work. And so arrows must be straight, and I want you to know that I believe that all of you have a strong foundation today. Not only do arrows uh, need to be straightened, but arrows also need to be sharpened. They need to be sharpened in your entire lives. You have spent being sharpened by those people that God has put around you in your life. You have had parents that have been involved in your training. You have grandparents that have been involved. You have fellow church members and fellow family members that have been involved. There's a church that has been involved in your training. You've went to a school that has been involved in your training. And let me remind you that I put it in that order for for a reason because the instruction uh, to teach the children does not fall primarily with the school. It falls primarily with the family and with the church. And then the school comes into play. But all of these have been a part of your training and not only that, but God has trained you. And by the way, let me let you know that that training will go on for a lifetime. You are still under his training. And if you will submit to that training, God will do something wonderful and something powerful in your life. I want to encourage you, by the way, that sharpening uh, should continue. It's not something that stops the day that you graduate high school or stops the day that you graduate college or stops the day that you complete uh, whatever training it is that you have to do for your job. You need to continue being sharpened. And there are many ways that we do that. One of them is through prayer, through praying and asking God uh, to help us and to lead us and to guide us. Uh, also, in practicing, we have to practice our faith, with, which means that you continue to walk with him. You continue uh, to read his word. You continue uh, to be obedient to him. You continue to worship him and to be a part of a local church body. This sharpening continues. It continues through studying his word. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved. A workman that needeth not be ashamed. You, you continue sharpening through studying and you continue sharpening also through setting your heart that the word of God is true. And let me encourage you to believe that all the days of your life. But I also want to tell you, I feel that I would be doing you a disservice today if I did not tell you that storms will come. That difficult times will happen. There will be difficult things that will enter your life. It may enter through, uh, through relational problems. It may enter through physical problems. It may come through emotional things. It will certainly come through spiritual attacks. As we learned through uh, Sunday school this morning, if you're a child of God, you will face persecution and, uh, and being separated from this world. But I want to remind you what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter number 6. The Bible says that... that Speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ, it says, Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. 
And let me tell you that Jesus Christ is that anchor, and Jesus Christ is not moving anytime soon. Amen? He is an anchor for our soul. He has been an anchor from the beginning. He is an anchor now, and he will be our anchor forevermore. And if you are tied solid to him, when the storms of life come and blow, they will not blow you off course. Amen? Storms will come. But you know one thing that I've learned about arrows... Gage, we have a slide of an arrow there if you'd put it up. One thing I noticed about arrows is that when you look at an arrow, at the back of an arrow, an arrow has something called fletchings. And if you look at the fletchings, do you realize that they point backwards? They point to where you've come from. They point to where you've been. And let me encourage you today to never forget where you've come from. Let me encourage you never to forget where you've been, never to forget how you've been trained and the work that the Lord has done in you, the person that you were before you met Christ and the person that he is making you even now. Arrows must be sharpened and you, all of you, I believe, have a strong preparation. Dear friends, not only must arrows be straightened and arrows must be sharpened, But let me tell you that there comes a time when arrows must be sent. There comes a time when they must be sent and they do not remain in the quiver forever. There's a time that we retain arrows. We want to keep them and hold on to them. Parents especially, we'd love to keep them in our quivers forever. Amen? Uh, There's a time to retain an arrow, but there's also a time to release. And if that arrow is going to go and it's going to hit the target, the purpose for which it was intended, it must be uh, released at some point in time. And David Jeremiah said it this way. He said, an arrow goes to a place that the archer cannot go to accomplish a purpose that the archer cannot accomplish. And I want to encourage all of you today uh, to understand that you guys are going to go on and do things that we can't do. The Lord didn't create you to be us. He created you to be you. And he has a plan and a purpose for your life. And and, uh, I can't wait to see what he's going to do through all of you. And I want you to rest assured that he does uh, have a plan. And not only do arrows have uh, fletchings that point back, but arrows also have heads that point forward. And let me encourage you today to make sure that Christ is always the head of your heart and always the head of your home. That Jesus Christ is the one that's leading you, that you are looking to him, the author and the finisher uh, of your faith. Jesus will never lead you astray, and he will always point you in the right direction. Amen? And so the time has come for you to be sent. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, in verse number 10, that we are his workmanship. You were created by him, and you were created for him. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. And so not only do I want to encourage you today, but I want to challenge you, each of you, to walk with the Lord, to seek his will, to seek his face, to do the good works that he has before ordained that you should do, that you would acknowledge him, you would adore him, and you would worship him all the days of your life. I want you to know that you have a sure destination. The Lord uh, has a plan for you. 
And as we read here uh, in the book of, of Psalms and, and verse or chapter 127, arrows are in the hand of a mighty man. And listen to me, that's not all oh, your, your fathers might be good men and they might be mighty men, but there's one mightier than they. And that is the Father uh, of, of, of heaven, the, the, the God of heaven, our Lord and Savior. He has been guiding you all of your youth. And Paul would tell Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, Continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. You're not entering this world not knowing the truth. You're not entering this world not knowing who you're following and why you're following him. You've known since you were a, since you were a child. We have one last slide I'd like to show you here this morning. And this is a, a drawing that one of our graduates made a long time ago when they were a child. And I don't know if you can read that, but it says... I love the title, Sensuation, it says. <laughs> if the bow points toward the target, the arrow will hit the target. It's like us. Say the parents are the bow and the arrow are the kids and the target is Christ. If the parents point the kids towards Christ, then the kids will follow Christ too. And my goodness, who could say it any better than that? They are going towards a target and guys you are arrows in the hands of a mighty man and Paul would say in Philippians 3 I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in God in Christ Jesus let me encourage you today to press on press on towards that mark don't stop don't quit don't get discouraged don't get distracted don't get delayed. You keep following the Lord. You keep pressing on towards that mark. There was a young man that was coming to graduation, and it, was, it had been a, a tradition in their area. They lived in a, in a very wealthy part of town, and, and uh, many of the parents were buying their children new cars for graduation. And this young man, he was excited about his car. And he and his dad, they had went and they had been shopping and looking at different vehicles. And he was so excited. And it come graduation day and the father gave this uh, young man a box. He handed it to him, his parents did, on graduation. And he just couldn't wait to open it up. And he, he got in there and he opened up the box and he did not find a set of keys. Instead, he found a Bible. And this child got furious. He thought for sure there was going to be a car parked in the driveway or there was going to be uh, a set of keys in that box. He had expected that he was going to receive uh, what he had expected all this time. And he got angry, so angry to the extent that he and his father never spoke again. For many years, the father tried to reconcile, and, and this young man would not speak to his father. He didn't have anything to do with his father. And he got word one day that his father had died and his mother sent word and, and finally he came back home and, and uh, they were going through some of the things that his father had had and things that had been left to him and he found that box that had that Bible in it 
And he just began to weep, and his heart was broken, and he grabbed that Bible, and he began to, to look through it, and he opened it up. And you know what he found inside that Bible? No. He found a check for the exact price of the car that they had been looking at. And what I want you to know is what the father had promised that son was found inside the pages of that Bible. And it was there all along. And that son spent all of those years alienated from his father, from his family, and from the promises that had been made to him because he would not open that book and he would not receive what was found inside of it. The greatest thing that I could encourage our graduates and the greatest thing that I could encourage all of you today is to receive the gift that he's given you. All that you need and all that you could ever want is found inside the pages of that book. I, I, I believe it was Dr. Rogers that said one time that the Bible and the person of Christ that's found inside of that Bible is what everyone would want if they had enough sense to want it. All that you need for godliness, all that you need for life, all that you need for salvation, all that you need to accomplish the purpose to hit the target for which he has sent you is found inside of that book. And so let me encourage you to cling to that book and let me encourage you to cling to that person. And at this time, our, our graduates, I'd like to call you back forward here this morning. Now's the test that we talked about earlier. No. It's not a test. We'd like to pray for you. We'd like to pray for you this morning. And some had to, had to get ready for their ceremony, which is starting soon. I've tried to hasten along. By the way, I'd like it duly noted that it's only 1135, and God is still working miracles today. We're going to pray for our graduates now, and I want to invite everybody to come. If you want to come here this morning... And I'd like the parents to be closest so that they can lay hands on their children if they'd like to. And anyone else, you're welcome to come. And, and you can, if you can reach them, you can lay, just don't lay hands on them too hard. Uh, if you can reach them, you can lay hands on them. You can lay hands on those around them. You can stand near and pray. But we want to pray for these here today and ask the Lord to guide them and to bless them.